Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. Winter is here. With Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. 105.7 The Fan. I knew it was a possibility, you know what I mean, just because you, you started seeing guys on our staff, guys were getting interviews. Obviously, you knew uh, Mike was was a hot name in the, in the head coaching uh, circuit, so you definitely knew it was a possibility, but like you never know until the thing actually starts happening, so... Um, I knew it was a possibility. You know, I was focused, fully focused on, uh, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. And then when I got the call from Green Bay, uh, my fiance could tell you, you know, I just started, I started preparing, getting stuff together. So until you, until it really happens, you really don't know. But you knew it was a possibility in the back of your mind. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan, getting you some news from the Nest. Cordell Woodland here in place of Bob Haney here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw. Behind the glass, that was audio from new defensive coordinators Zach Orr's introductory press conference, which was on Tuesday afternoon. There's Zach Orr talking about whether or not he knew he would be the defensive coordinator. And look, I, I take Zach at his word. It makes sense. You know, I'm, I'm sure he had an idea that there was a chance. But, you know, once you start seeing McDonald's getting interviews mm-hmm. and Weaver's getting interviews and Wilson's getting interviews, it's some somebody's got to take the job and you know uh i think zach Orr was on their their short list of internal candidates anyway um but yeah the cards ended up falling his way yeah it was kind of interesting because um like when i was in college you know earl bruce was my coach and then he got the ohio state job and like everybody left and that was like culture shock because What's the shock is, is like the new guys coming in. It's all new group of guys. So that's kind of the shock. And for the players, you know, when a coordinator leaves, most times coordinators leaving and getting a head coaching job because he's done a hell of a job and you've had a good defense. So it's tough on those players because they're used to having success and they're used to being around, you know, and especially the personality of that guy. When you promote from within, probably it probably makes things a lot easier. Let's hear more from new defensive coordinator Zach Zach Orr. Like you mentioned, he's taken over for, in my opinion, the best defensive coordinator in football this year. And Mike McDonald taking over the best defense in football this year. That's a tough task in itself. <coughs> Zach was asked 
how he plans, how, how can he improve a defense that was already historic? You never stay the same. You either get better or you get worse. And obviously, you know, last year was a, was a great year. The thing that we did last year is we went through the process. We, we, we started in the offseason around this time of year, self-scouted, look what we did good, look what we could build on. And I think that uh, led by Coach Harbs, the thing that he, that he pushes us to do as coaches is we got to uh, be in front of things. We want to be cutting edge. We always want to evolve and always want to be ready for the next thing that the offense may present. So we're going to get in the lab. Yeah, look, it'll be a constant battle. This is an offensive-driven league. Offense was kind of down this year in the NFL, byproduct probably of a lot of starting quarterbacks going down this year. But, yeah, I mean, that'll be the tough task of not only trying to improve this defense that was so good this year, but trying to maintain where it was. Well, the self-scouting will be big, and especially when the the cool thing will be for Zach will be, all right, you got – Kurt Mallory coming in as a secondary coach. And then whoever comes in as a linebacker coach and the D-line coach, they'll bring <clears throat> some new ideas, and they'll get a chance to study your film, look at your film, and see your strengths and weaknesses. And maybe they have a wrinkle or two. You know they're going to have a wrinkle or two that they can add. Uh, I mean, look at the impact that Chuck Smith had in a year. Mm-hmm. So you're just hoping that the new guys come in can be impactful. It's Benny and Haney right here on 105.7 The Fan. We're getting you some news from the Nest. We're playing some audio from new defensive coordinator Zach Orr's introductory press conference. Let's hear more from Zach Orr as I asked him how does his young age uh, impact his coaching. The age thing is not a big deal to me. I just look like I just look at it like, man, I'm the next man for the job, next man to, to, for the mission to, to do it. But from the outside looking in, you know, I do see how it's, it's inspiring to a lot of uh, people who are young that are into coaching, and you know, my biggest thing to, to to let those people know is just, man, you can you can do great things and you can get great opportunities if you just continue to work hard, put your head down, and and do things the right way, and continue to to learn and evolve. Yeah, I mean, look, I couldn't help but as I'm sitting there, thinking like this dude is 31 years old and now is the guy yep. on the defensive side of the ball for the league's best defense this year. I mean, that that's pretty mind-blowing in itself. You, you got to be a little lucky, too, you know, and mm-hmm. timing and everything's got to be right. You know, it, it was like, Cordell, I was a GA at Minnesota, then Lou Holtz comes in, you know, and kept me as a GA, then promoted me a year later. And and why do you get promoted? Because you, you work hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you make an impression on somebody in that organization. Then when he goes to Notre Dame, I'm one of the few he's taken. And at 24, I was the youngest football coach in the history of Notre Dame. You know, so and um, so I I don't have a problem with being a young guy because Zach Orr proved mm-hmm. that they believe in him, the players believe in him, and that he can get the job done. Mike McDonald was 34 when right. he became the coordinator. Right. So Harbs doesn't look like he done. But I don't think you can have a young offensive coordinator and a young defense. I don't think you can have a bunch of young guys. You know, you got to have some experience in there, too. Now, I do give a lot of credit to Harbs for, you know, feeling comfortable to give these young guys this this type of opportunity. Yep. I know Mike McDonald had been a de- de- was a defensive coordinator in Michigan before he came back. But look, this was his first time at this level in that role. You know, that that's a look huge Jesse leap of faith. Jesse Same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. He was he was a Raven. Yep. You know, then he and Mike McDonald flipped. You know, he leaves Ravens, goes to become the D coordinator right. in Michigan, and now he's 
the coordinator in the NFL. So they're they're you got to be talented too. Let's hear one more from Zach Orr. Uh, obviously, this is a this is a huge role that he's stepping into. Uh, so I asked him. He talked a lot during the press conference about just having that relationship with John Harbaugh and DeCosta and Steve Bashotti. And, and I just asked him, how do those relationships kind of make it t- take some of the pressure off for taking on such a big role? All the values and standards that this organization stands for on and off the field, I stand for. Listen to a couple of things off the field, man, just being a, a good person, treating people with respect um, and, and working hard. Man, I value all that. And then on the football field, from a football standpoint, you know, talk about playing together as a team, playing physical, playing violent, and finishing everything you do. And that's what I've believed in as a football player before I even got here. So when I got here, it was just like a, a match made in heaven. See, I think, Cordell, the pre- there's more pressure on him because I think it's going to be self-inflicted pressure because he's not going to want to let those guys down. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the big thing. So I think you're going to get a highly motivated uh, defensive coordinator. I think when it comes to pressure, it's all about how that individual is wired. You know, I could definitely see a situation where, like you're saying, he doesn't want to let them down, so <coughs> he's going to take every downfall, every negative thing probably 10 times harder because, you know, he knows those guys and they, he knows they took a chance on them. But I think also it's like, you know, when you show up and you're in a new place for the first day, you don't really know too many people. That in itself is just just trying to get comfortable being in that work environment is a part of the process. And I think now he gets to skip that because he's in the organization he's been in since he's been in the league as a player. Yeah. What do you think, like, Hewitt feels like? You know, because he was coaching and this kid was a young player. Right. And, all, and all of a sudden now he's my boss. Um, so I would think... I don't know. To me, it's got to rub you a little bit if you're a veteran guy and been I'm sure there a long it does. time. I'm sure it does. Because he's, how many times has Hewitt been passed over? You would think that he would want to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. I mean, just as much as we can sit here and talk about guys like Zach Orr getting this type of opportunity at such a young age. I mean, look at guys like Jerry Rosberg. You know, how long it took him to eventually get an opportunity to be a head coach. In his case, it was an interim yeah. head coach. But still, I mean, it's it's two opposite ends of the spectrum. Anything can happen in the coaching, uh, on your coaching path for sure. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to some buy or sell. We'll check in on the stock market. Bring in my guy, Quick Draw McGraw, answer some questions from the world of sports. That's next here. On- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The fan. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for the Bobster. Here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw. He's behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan on this total request. Thursday, Vinny, how's the stock market look? Well, the Dow right now, Cordell's down 97. <clears throat> the S&P's down 1. Uh, NASDAQ is up 47. DraftKings up 54 cents. And Under Armour's up 11 cents. Nice. As always, Buy or Sell is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, and we'll get things started here in the NFL where this upcoming offseason is going to be an influx of running backs to hit the open trade, or uh, excuse me, the open market. That was the case last year with big names like Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, just to name a few, all ended up playing on the franchise tag this year. So throw them back into the mix for 2024. And then, oh yeah, go ahead and add Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, just to name a few more. So it almost feels like musical chairs at this point when it comes to the running back market. But Vinny, buy or sell, None of those five names, Barkley, Jacobs, Pollard, Eckler, Henry, will re-sign with their current team. Um, Barkley, no. I- I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. And there's, I mean, so many, what, Swift, yeah. DeAndre Swift. I mean, and, that's a lot of good running backs out. I think the, the free and they're not going to get paid. I, I think you'll get some. I think you're going to get some pretty good deals. Yeah. I mean, I'm and it's look, it's some of these guys, look, I think Saquon can obviously still play. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Tony Pollard will be able to help any team he goes I to. I loved Swift. Yeah, Swift is one that I said now, that when, I think the When Ravens did he come out of Georgia? I'm just trying to kind of was he with Munkin? No, right? I don't believe he was cuz you got to remember he was in Detroit for the first 3 years oh, yeah, of his he career, so he was then. yeah, he wasn't with Todd. Yeah, seventeen to nineteen at Georgia. Yeah, he, he's a he's a stud. I, I like DeAndre Swift, and and the Lions gave him to the Eagles for pennies last yeah. offseason. and he went to the Pro Bowl this year for the first time in his career. Go over to the NBA where Joel Embiid he's undergone surgery on his left knee, going to be out for the foreseeable future. Seventy Sixers still haven't revealed just how long that will be. They said they're going to reevaluate his status in four weeks. And how he responds then will tell them whether or not he can actually play again this season. 
They're already in a free fall, though, without mm -hmm. their reigning MVP. Uh, quite the losing streak and their last 10 games, a lot of red there, a yep. lot of red L's in the uh, box score. Uh, they've fallen all the way to fifth in the Eastern Conference standings. Cordell, buy or sell if Embiid misses the rest of the regular season. The 76ers will miss the playoffs entirely. Ooh. Uh, does the play-in count? Uh, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll sell it then. The play-in will save them. The play-in will save them. They'll find a way to get into the, the be a top 10 team in the East. But yeah, without Embiid, they're, they're nothing. And even if Embiid comes back, um, I don't have high hopes for them. He usually breaks down in the postseason, but now he's breaking down before we even get to the All-Star break. I don't feel good about it. They got smacked up last night again uh, by Golden State on ESPN. So, yeah, they, like you said, they are free-falling. Go over to the Steelers here where they put together a pretty decent season despite some extreme inconsistency at the quarterback position as they try to solve that moving forward. Bringing in some competition for Kenny Pickett seems like the first step. And team president Art Rooney II was asked about even possibly trading uh, for a quarterback. He said he's not ruling it out. All options are on the table. They do hold the 20th overall pick in this year's draft. Could they maybe take a quarterback again in the first round after just drafting Pickett two years ago? But I'll ask you here, Vinny, buy or sell, while it might be against the team's track record, trading for a quarterback is the Steelers' best bet right now. I'll buy that. I'll buy that because they have other issues they need in the draft too. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, with Arthur, can you get by with a lesser quarterback because he's going to want to run the ball, do play action pass and stuff. And I don't I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know if they can't find better. I, I think it'll be a competition. I think they'll go get somebody to compete with Pickett, and I think it'll be a, a veteran-type guy. I'm willing to take a shot in the dark and say that there'll be they'll be one of the teams in the running for maybe a Russell Wilson. Where's Kirk Cousins go? Is I'm, he even going to be ready? That's the thing. I, I'm not even sold that he leaves Minnesota. Minnesota may want to. I'm you know financially it, it would make sense, but you know who knows? I, I think when you're in their situation and a quarterback would actually do wonders for that type of team. Having Kirk there, but like you said, I don't know when he'll be ready to, to go play again. We'll close with this here in the NBA, the dunk contest. Certainly not what it used to be. The interest from fans has dwindled over the past few years. Uh, but we have a reported field of participants for this year's dunk contest that includes last year's winner, Mac McClung, uh, Jaime Jaquez Jr., and uh, Jacob, don't confuse me for my brother, Toppin. Uh, but the big name here, Celtics star Jalen Brown, is going to participate. A surprisingly big name to join the event. Most of the players that fans want to see never actually participate. But Cordell, buy or sell, Brown can reignite the fire in the dunk contest with a strong performance. I'm selling that. I'm selling that. I, I, I think my boy Matt is going to actually go out there and do it again. Mac shocked the world last year in the dunk contest. That, that's not nothing new for people that have been following him. So um, I, I think Mac is from, from that list you named. Hami Hawkins, of course, from my Miami Heat. I, I'm a big fan of his, obviously. But <clears throat> my boy Mac, a Georgetown guy, Virginia guy, uh, he all he knows how to do for right now is dunk the basketball. He can score too, but I don't know about at the NBA level. But I, I think Mac is still going to be uh, the guy to watch in the dunk contest. Coming up next here 
on Benny and Haney. We'll get back to some football. Former offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, Marty Morningwig. He'll join us next to talk about this team. Uh, We'll see if he's over the AFC Championship game yet. We'll also look ahead and talk about the Super Bowl with him, among other things, I'm sure, next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baltimore Sports, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 1057 The Fan on this Total Request Thursday. Cordell Woodland, I'm here for Bob Haney, here with Vinny Serrato, Quick Draw McGraw, behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. We're efforting to get former Ravens offensive coordinator Marty Morningwick on the show a lot to talk about with Marty right now and uh Vinny I don't know about you just looking at the Super Bowl right now it is I don't know if it's considering what's happened in Baltimore how you know everybody is still trying to get over the fact that the Ravens aren't there we've got two huge teams but and maybe this is just a me thing because I've I've kind of stepped away from the screen at times more times than I have usually this week but I'm just not feeling the extravaganza that the Super Bowl usually is, it hasn't been hitting me like that yet. Maybe, you know, because I've been dealing with so much stuff this week. Yeah. But I don't know. Is it, is it, has it been like that for you? I, I just feel like, especially with these types of teams, I would feel like it'd be plastered everywhere. But I, I just feel like I have to look for Super Bowl stuff. Um. I would say this, if the Ravens were in it, I mean, you'd be doing national shows oh, yeah. or you'd be in Vegas. Yeah. You'd be doing a ton of stuff. And they're because Cordell, like all the buzz is in Vegas, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the media is in Vegas and stuff. But if you turn on any show, it's all about the Super Bowl. Yeah. I just get tired of hearing the same stuff over and over. And there's only so many things that you can break down, you know, and, and we did it the week before. Four, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm kind of over it. I'm ready for the game, but it, the Super Bowl stuff, I turn the radio. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I'm a little disappointed, you know, that the right. Ravens are out. 
I mean, uh, I mean, you're you're a Washington fan, and I mean, I grew up Vikings fan, then I was a Packers fan, but I'm I'm a fan of people, and like when I worked for the Niners, I was a Niners fan. When I worked for the Redskins, I was a Redskins fan. And now I'm a Ravens fan because I like all the coaches and, and the people out there. That's why I cheer for the Ravens. Do you have a favorite Super Bowl of a of a of a Super Bowl that you weren't involved in? Um well all the ones as when I was a kid, you know, was the Vikings and we lost them all. Mm. Probably um when I was a kid, I liked the Packers. Okay. And I loved Vince Lombardi. So you know, Bart Starr. You know, um, so Bart Starr and all those, um, John Brockington and the Packer guys, Max McGee, Ray Nitschke, mm-hmm. Travis Williams was a kick returner. I, I kind of like the, the, the Packers, but, the, you know, like Super Bowls, Cordell, I don't, unless I'm in them, <laughs> I'm just kind of enjoying the, enjoying I, the I'm party. Not, yeah. I mean, like when the Ravens won, I like that. That was cool because I was there the whole week, and like you would have been, I was there the whole week in New Orleans, and which was pretty cool. But um, like I said, I cheer for people like the Niners. I've known Kyle Shanahan since he's ten. I like Andy Reid. I love watching Mahomes and and Kelsey. So I, I'm just gonna enjoy the game. Cordell, to be totally honest. Yeah, I mean that that that'll be pretty much the way I approach it as well. I mean, I I was trying to I asked you that question, trying to think of my some of my favorite. Super Bowls. I mean, that Rams Titans one comes to mind. You know, uh, where where the Titans falls just short of the goal line. I think back to that Giants Patriots Super that, Bowl. That, the was, first that one. was pretty good. But I, I never liked the Patriots. I didn't like the Giants either. Yeah, and I then, didn't either. Without <laughs> being a Redskins fan, know, so for for that to happen the way it did, I was happy about that. The, one. the Niners Bengals one when Montana took them back down at the mm-hmm. end of the game and John Taylor caught the touchdown pass. You know where. Um, you know, the story, Joe, Joe, you know, says the Harris part, Hey, look at, there's John Candy over there. Let's right. go 80 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah, those, those are the, the ones that specifically come to mind for me as much. I, I was disappointed years ago, the, the Panthers team that went with Jake DeLome and Steve Smith and Musa Muhammad and Steven mm-hmm. Davis and all those guys. I loved that Panthers team. Uh, Deshaun Foster was Quickly, one of my favorite players. And Stephen Davis was an awesome. Oh, he was dude. a monster. He was awesome because we had him at the Redskins, mm-hmm. and Stephen was awesome. Yeah, so I mean, it was a shame to see them just fall uh, to the to the Patriots that year in the Super Bowl. But yeah, that that Panthers team uh, goes down as one of my favorite teams. Four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. Let's grab a couple of calls real quick. Let's go to Burton Essex. Burton, you're on the fan. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Good, What's going Bert? on? Uh, I got a couple quick points that I've, I've been holding for a while. I kind of got disconnected somehow. Um, going back to the Ravens, and I, I, I enjoy football. It's one of my probably my favorite sport to watch. Uh, and so I watched the Super Bowl not with the same anticipation I would have had as the Ravens been in, obviously. But I guess my opinion from being a longtime Ravens fan, I'm kind of watching. I'm, in my mind, I'm seeing from Harbaugh what I saw from Brian Billick after he won the Super Bowl and then we had repeated chances and couldn't get there. And it's like we're smarter than they, you know, the fans aren't smart enough to understand why we did or didn't do something. Well, I'm smart enough to know that you're 0 for 30 when you don't rush the ball 20 yards or more. Yep. And, I mean, that's not a small sample size. I can understand if you were 0 for 8, maybe there would be a little room for 
But I mean, that's a pretty glaring sample size and to not even address or acknowledge that. Um, we let them come in and punch us in the mouth and we never showed that what we showed our year. We just didn't do it. And that concerns me. And losing McDonald concerns me even more because of all the coaches we've had in recent years, he was the one that would go in and have time and make adjustments that I don't think we've seen from anybody previously. Certainly not from Wink or certainly not from Greg Roman, you know. So, and if you remember, Roman was going to be the next biggest thing that year until we lost in the playoffs in San Diego, and then he never got any more interviews. Uh, and and Monka was going to be the next thing, too. And then, like, you know, you didn't hear his name mentioned hardly at all. No, give him a chance. Give Appreciate him a chance. the call, Bert. Now, <clears throat> did you realize? I didn't realize. I heard this yesterday that the Ravens blitzed like less than anybody. I mean, they did a phenomenal job disguising, scheming, and all of those types of things. You know, because they'd have seven up there and three would drop out or they would rush five. And, you know, so they they had a hell of a scheme because they confused a lot of people. And to the caller's point, I think he makes a good point about McDonald and his adjustments, you know, his in-game adjustments. I mean, it it hasn't – it's not like every coach that's been out there has has been doing it the way that he has and – uh yeah, I mean Roman, he definitely was the hot guy at one point. I mean he was he won assist uh you know assistant of the year that year in nineteen and he was the hot guy you know when Lamar went on to win unanimous MVP we kept hearing his name brought up in all these different interview processes so <clears throat> it is amazing how things can change. Uh, well, the thing with Giro was they were doing stuff that nobody nobody had done mm-hmm. and nobody figured out. Then once they caught up, then right. Giro was done. Yeah. Then it was time he couldn't expand in the passing game. That was the problem. That was a pivotal offseason going into 20 to see how they were going, what new wrinkles yeah. they would add. And it just, I, I'm sure they added some, but it, it didn't it didn't show up on the field. Let's go to Ed and Arbutus. Ed, you're on the fan. Uh, Cordell, Benny, thank you for taking the call. Good sure. afternoon, both of you, John. Good afternoon. Um, a few brief Raven comments today per your conversation today um, for corrective action next year. Blindside QB strip sack. It's a disastrous play to any offense. It can happen. It's a whiff. It doesn't matter how fast or elusive the quarterback is. It's a pivotal momentum killer. He can't avoid what he can't see. Um, With Lamar, I'm totally convinced if he sees a free runner passing arm right side, He'll make the first guy miss every time for a scramble run or pass. Example, in the KC game, being corralled around the neck, right side, broke free and hit Flowers deep for a touchdown on on the uh, scramble drill. Lamar also, a pass to the red zone, uh, was signaling for a hurry-up offense the very next play before they could get set up, and, and uh, mm-hmm. but it was not adhered to. So... Um, that needs to improve next year. Roster rebuild. One, one more thing. Deep ball passing needs to improve, Ed. Yes. Yes, I, I think it's uh, timing there, Vinny. Yeah. Uh, um, roster rebuild addition opinion. First piece. In immediate fashion, post-Super Bowl, would like to see the Ravens add a statement player. Tailback bolster position. Looking for a guy who takes care of the football, always falls forward, 
with a step-up volume power burst in the red zone. Derrick Henry's a free agent. That's it, gentlemen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the call, Ed. He wants Derrick Henry. I, um, I mean, Derrick Henry would be nice, but I, I don't think the, – the thing to me about Henry is – you need to keep ramping him up. He needs to carry the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that he would be able to do that with the Ravens. But he, and I agree, he is a volume type of uh, running back. But he would get lanes here that would be different from the ones that he's seen to this point in his career. Now, he's used to seeing loaded boxes. All right. that, that's going to definitely be the case if you got Lamar Jackson and Derrick Henry in your backfield. You're seeing seven to eight, nine-man boxes all game. Um, but the lanes will be a little more open um, just because teams are going to have to respect Lamar keeping the ball as well. I just think you have, you only have so much money. Mm-hmm. And I would think that there's a lot of other positions oh, that yeah. you're going to, you know, try to get before running back. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I wouldn't. Derek if I Henry had the money, the and, my list. you know, yeah, I mean, if, if I had the money, Saquon would be that's at the top a luxury of the list. hire. Yeah, I'm going Saquon if you're looking to oh, really yeah. spend some money. Or I like Josh Jacobs too. I do too. Jacobs is another one too. And Jake. I love Swift too. Yeah, Swift is cheaper than those guys should be at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got time for one more. Let's let's go to Cliff and White Marsh. Cliff, you're on the fan. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. You know, I, I predicted last week that any of the Ravens would win that game by a touchdown or more. How wrong I was. Uh, Join the crowd. But, you know, yeah, I get it. I mean, it was just, the per- in my opinion, it was the perfect storm. The Raven coaches uh, laid an egg. I think the officiating was poorly. And when I mean officiating, I don't even mean the, the flags that were thrown. I think they were warranted. But it was the ones that weren't. And I think that's one of the keys of the game this week. I think the team that runs the ball the best has a great chance to win the game. And it's going to be the, the, the play that goes on where the, the flags aren't uh, thrown. I, I heard what Bosa said the other day uh, for the 49ers. I got, he was on one of the shows, and he said, my God, this Kansas City hold. And yeah. I was watching. The, he said the tackles he, held, yeah. Vinny, let me ask you this. You're more in tune with the officials. Are you allowed to grab each side of a defensive lineman's pads with both of your hands. I know you can hold them inside. Right. But their their right tackle, to Van Nuys' credit, he must be a nice guy. I mean, the official, he went to try to tell the official, and the official just sent him away. I mean, they are really holding in that game. And, you know, uh, like I said, what you called, made the statement. He said, my God, do they hold. Yeah, you really have to get away with those kind of plays, Vinny. Yeah. You give uh, Mahomes that kind of time, it's, it's, it's dead meat. Yeah, I don't think in the second half he Thanks, had a Cliff. ton of time. I mean, they punted five times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but they were blitzing a little bit more, it looked like. But, yeah, I mean, if they – what you're supposed – if you grab on the outside, it's supposed to be holding. You're supposed to, you know, grab on the inside, and then you got to let go. You can't extend your arms. And then I know the other thing you can't do is, you know, you can't take a guy to the ground. No, you can't. So, I mean, look, penalties are always a big part of the game. Even penalties that aren't called are a big part of the game. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's just a cycle we can go on and on about. Yeah. It 
It just is what it is at this point. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll switch gears, get ready to talk some O's a little bit. Orioles getting ready for spring training. Pitchers and catchers reporting, what, I think a week from today. Uh, are, are they're getting ready to get out there. So baseball season is right around the corner. We'll start to look at what Orioles players we're most excited to see this season next here on the... Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Fan. One day trade. Three cents a share. That's $3. You're cheap. And one place scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Total Request Thursday. Cordell Woodland in for Bob Haney here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on the fan and spring training is right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers they report next week. You can smell it in the air. Baseball season is about to be back in Charm City and I know a lot of people are excited for this Orioles baseball season especially considering what they did last year. You, They they get the Corbin Burns trade uh, last week. They They get new ownership last week. Everybody's excited to see Jackson Holiday make this roster this year or at some point be mm-hmm. up here with the major league team. So a lot of reasons to be excited about this season, Vinny. But right now we're trying to figure out what players we're most excited to see this year. And, I mean, I'll start. I mean, obviously guys like Jackson Holiday and Corbin Burns are going to be at the top of the list. But in terms of the returning guys, I'm very excited to see what – the next level is for Gunnar Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so good last year after such a slow start. He, I mean, once he turned it on, I mean, he really stepped on the gas. So I'm excited to see what the next level is for him. And then I'll give a picture as well. Kyle Bradish, I thought, was uh, phenomenal last year for the Orioles, obviously until he wasn't in, in the postseason. But other than that, I think the world of Kyle Bradish, I think, you know, with the way that this rotation is set up right now with the addition of Corbin Burns, it takes a ton of pressure off of some of the young guys like him and Grayson. So I'm really excited to see how Kyle takes his game to the next level, just like I said about Gunner. I want to see Rodriguez, mm-hmm. you know, because he struggled early on, then it looked like he gained some confidence and stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing Rodriguez play. And then what Cedric Mullins are we getting? Yeah. That's the one I want to see. Can he stay healthy? Because you talk about inconsistency. You know, I want the one, you know, that was the, I'm sure the Orioles do too. The all-star guy, not the one batting 240 or whatever. The one, you know, that threatens stealing bases Mm -hmm. all the time. And he's a fun guy to watch because he's phenomenal in the outfield. Yeah, he is. And Seds bat, I mean, as the year went on, it, it wasn't there. Definitely wasn't no. there in the postseason. So when yeah. he hit the left field and sprayed it around mm-hmm. was when he was at his best. I don't know if he was trying because of that short right field wall. Was he trying to hit home runs all the time? I don't know. 
Yeah, but the glove, the good thing is the glove never went away. Is he can still like that one he went up over yeah, the wall? Which one? Shoot, he's got so many where he's able to make those types of highlighting web gems uh, out in center field. What about you, Nolan? You got anybody you're you're anxiously looking forward to seeing this year? We mentioned him a little bit earlier in the show, but Heston Kerstad. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if there was one weakness on this team last year, probably power. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Anthony Santander, and when he goes down. It can be pretty uh, pretty ice cold in terms of home runs for this team. Kerstad, the left-handed bat, we heard all the reports when he came up, him taking batting practice at Camden Yards, how yep. that ball was just soaring out of the stadium. He could be a difference at DH if he's not going to play the field. No, I totally agree. I'm, I think he will be one of the top DH options on this team, and um, I think they need to get him as many opportunities as they can because, yeah, the, the power – is clearly there with him. And you made me think of somebody else that uh, I feel like gets overlooked quite a bit, and that's Anthony Santander. I mean, he was so good for them. You can make the argument he was one of their most consistent players on the team last year, and you don't. it's it's not like switch hitters with that type of power just are are falling off trees these days. And he's always one of those names that are brought up when you talk about trade candidates for the Orioles. Um, but he's a guy, I, I think last year, if, if anybody had any doubts, last year should have showed how important he really is to this roster. Could finally get his first all-star nod That'd be this great. year. That'd be great. Long overdue. Yeah. Now, if he has another year like he had last year, especially going into uh, June with July, whenever the all-star break is, um, I, I think he should definitely be one of the hot names to watch for sure. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll feed you some uh, football is NFL lunch. Uh, we'll have our guy M- Marty Morningweg joining us here for NFL lunch uh, in the next segment. So we'll talk to Marty about the Ravens, about the Super Bowl, and much more next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 